This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I doubt this cold, dark and wet November night will go down in the record books, though, as Mansfield Town promised rockets and cartwheels to light up League 2, but on Saturday delivered a dodgy sparkler bought from the back of Delboy's van. After a cushy month which has seen Boss John Dempster and Otis Khan recognised for their efforts, a 3-2 defeat at the hands of Colchester has sent our hopes hurtling to the floor like the aforementioned market trader in a trendy wine bar. With a tricky FA Cup tie on Saturday at our not-so-happy home with the visit of Chorley, the Stags need to play it nice and cool rather than end up looking like plonkers. Tonight, in an earlier-than-usual podcast due to work commitments, we take a look back at November's false start and look ahead to see if the Stags can make things go with a bang at last or if a new road may need to be taken with a prime target back on the market. As always, we'll get your comments, questions and disappointing reactions to inevitably my bad bonfire night puns and jokes in the comments. Plus, hear from the man nominated for Manager of the Month in John Dempster and the man informed between the sticks, Conrad Logan. We want to be attacking, we want to score goals, which we have again, but we've got to lock that defence up because that's been the difference to where we are and where we want to be. But I don't think we, we did enough today to win a football match. Or maybe roll me luck on it, I've touched it onto the post and I'm hoping that my defenders go there and clear it off the line or clear it from, from a second phase, which they've done. So, listen, it's, it's just part and parcel of it. And Yes, it was a good save and again, you're just hoping that maybe we can we can use that to, to sort of go again, but unfortunately it wasn't to be. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. Stand back and let the fireworks begin. Well, hello and welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield matters. It may be bonfire night, but at the moment we want to... Don't want to be going outside and standing around a fire and watching all the pretty things in the air. We want to be sitting around a table in my house moaning about the stags. What more could you want for your Tuesday night? My name's Craig Priest. Alongside me, Nathan Edge and Cam Felton. A reminder that the views expressed in this broadcast are solely those of the individual. Let's get started. And Nathan, on Saturday against Colchester, we were hoping for an expert display. And in the end, we uh, lumbered with something that you'd 
basically that's been put together on a shoestring and a bit of blue tack. What a letdown and what a disappointment. Mansfield Town struck again. We just exploded, didn't we? Oh, he's got one in already. Let's carry on. Um, <laughs> sorry. Where was the bell? I was, I was just... I know, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm gutted. Absolutely gutted. Okay, um, um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it's exactly what I expected. And, uh, to be fair. Can I get started already? Can I start? Can I start? Yeah, that, right, tell you what. Here's the fuse. There's the microphone. <laughs> that is the fuse. Please ignite the fuse and let it blow up on Let's the internet. Do this. Let's go. Last week. Before you do, uh, any comments that Nathan makes, uh, get your comments in to have an argument back with him. Get your comments in down below right now. Have your say on your team. I'm not sure. Off you go. Well, like last week, I was getting slated by you both. Uh, I don't know if I was in the comments or not, I can't remember, but probably. Uh, that um, I was being very negative saying that I'm not supporting well you, you said I wasn't supporting us well, actually maybe you did I can't remember but you were saying I was very you were just pessimistic pessimistic very negative I was saying I was realistic I was saying that we haven't come up against anybody of real quality Colchester are a dangerous side and I said I think they're, they're going to beat us was I wrong? he was spot on the thing is <laughs> yeah true sorry I had a mouthful of biscuits sorry I wanted to be wrong obviously when, yeah, when but... it came to the game they weren't it's just that they weren't that good it's just that they could take the chances. I disagree, though. I think they looked pretty... They, there was the some best team we've seen so far. They, they could pass the ball well, but it was... I mean, it wasn't hard for them, but... No. But they, they <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they, they are, for me, the best team we've played so far. And the, the worrying thing is, though, I still think we've got better to play. So... We need to start booking our, idea, our ideas up. You know, we've, we've, we've said on previous podcasts last month, yes, we had a, a decent month where we put some good results together albeit against not the best opposition but you can only, you, you've got to do it you've got to beat them and, and we did do a good month now we're saying as we turned the corner well now we seem to have made a U-turn so uh, we've gone back to exactly where we were so it's, it's really it's frustrating it's funny because I remember sitting here what four or five days ago on Thursday night and saying <coughs> we need to be winning every game in November we need to be unbeaten we need to get a run together and already first game yeah first game in and, and that goes absolutely belly up and, and that's it's a disappointment but it's also not surprising there's just something about Mansfield Town home and away which is absolute best vast contrasts and we'll talk about it more in a little while but I do wonder whether Mansfield need to set up differently at home to the way they set up away because clearly something's not working at home and it needs to change but at the end of the day we are now in November we've only got two more league games this month if we lose both of those games and we don't um, and we don't make progress we're going to be in real trouble once again and all that hard work which has got John Dempster nominated for manager of the month uh, for for October is going to be undone so so easy like picking at a picking thread it's 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 just not not right is it it's, it's not it's just not on so that level yet just play every game away from home just pull a Coventry why not play away every week <laughs> I think I feel that we have made some improvements from the beginning of the season um, I've just realised as well that this is how bad this season's gone up those eagle eyed viewers are, amongst you will, will notice that every week uh, I drink out the same mug uh, which is an original uh, Mansfield Matters mug which is this only one of a kind made by accident a few Christmases ago and I've just realised that I'm drinking out of one of the new star mugs so <laughs> maybe it's changed everything no it doesn't everything's going wrong already there you go sorry <laughs> carry on um, I, I can't remember where I was going with it I, I would say we have, we have made some improvements at least now we are 
try and we, we try and I want to say try and play a little bit of football. I mean, that's because at the start of the season it was absolutely dire. It has improved a little bit, and we are creating some chances. Um, and I, I feel that the players have to take a bit more responsibility. We, you know, we have ourselves, uh, but more more so other other supporters as well have laid into John Dempster a lot for our start of the season, which. Uh, I'm not going to defend him because I've I've probably been one of them people. I put my hands up and say I, I, I obviously I want him to succeed, but so far it hasn't been happening. But I think the players have actually got away with it quite a lot, and I think now it's as well they need to start taking a bit of responsibility. Because at the end of the day, uh, they're the ones going out there on the pitch and at the moment. I don't think they're being set up it sort of incorrectly. I think the formation is right. Their Personnel. application of the job is just wrong, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I don't know what they're doing in training. I mean, I wish they'd pass the ball forward a little bit more rather than two two yards behind the players each time. That, that to me, is surely the players' decision-making and, and their mentality or whatever. It's how they're doing it rather Surely John Dev's not telling them how to go out there and play like that. I'd like to think. <laughs> I know he's defence-minded, but surely he wouldn't be that defensive. Do you think that maybe... The players see it a bit, bit of an easy ride because it's like for the last what two, two and a half seasons, ever since Evans came in, below par performances have not been good enough, and then and you, the, the players have know about it, and it was the same under the day under the Dave and Ben Futcher thing, and it's just how can we go from we've got a team that's probably the best statistically the best in the division compared to um, last season's performances and then from different clubs obviously Andy Cook had a good season as well uh, for Walsall so how do we go from one of the best to being absolutely well dreadful and it only seems to be dreadful at home do you think it's because we are at home we're playing under that pressure we've got a try and like perform better at home because we haven't got the pressure away from and not as many fans travel away to uh, away games it is an interesting one that about home and away and the different mentalities because you, you know like you mentioned there's a more there's less of a core away games less fans and things like that um, it, it's a uh, yeah, it's an interesting one which we'll uh, have a little look at later on. I want to go to some of the comments because you can imagine they're um, shooting in like fireworks shooting into the sky. Thank you. Where's the bell? No? Oh, no, 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 no fireworks. Fireworks are terrible. Oh. Uh, Libby says, Good evening, guys. Uh, what are your predictions for Saturday's match at uh, Wim? Um, Lose. Nathan said it. No. Craig I've, said it in the I've car. Not said anything. No, yeah. Craig said it in the car. I did, and we'll come on to that later. I just mean we need to win. Oh, um, fine. Whether we will or not, that's a different opinion. Uh, Jamie says, uh, "Good evening, guys. How much longer do we give John Dempster after another shocking home def- uh, home performance?" Uh, Craig says, um, "What I can't get is why leave CJ on the bench when he came on. He set up the goal. Plus, he was in the team of the season last season." Uh, another Craig, uh, Craig Foster. Uh, says uh, my honest opinion is uh, best team at field mill up to yet they ripped our midfield to bits the defence was a shambles uh, Mel Benning got a new pack side ripped by Colchester's right back uh, all of these shine for Dempster's head do they really think he's going to get going to get sacked I think the Radfords have had chances already and they haven't sacked him so I think he's there to stay uh, interesting one that isn't it because I think it's definitely they've definitely um, definitely 
had the opportunities when things weren't going right but they are very patient owners which is fantastic um, they, they do invest they've invested they invest in, in Paul Cox they invest in Adam Murray in Steve Evans in David Flickcroft and it seems like they're doing the same in John Dempster they've given all of those people time um, but it's just it's the question is it's when the results get to that uh, standard isn't it when the results get to that point where there is the point of no return at the moment I think if we can sort the home format like John Dempster says in his interview we'll look a better team for it but there's only there's only X amount of games remaining before we have to say enough is enough and have a look at that so I'm going to ask you both uh, the question uh, posed um, earlier by uh, by Jamie how much longer if you were making that decision how much longer would you give it before you look elsewhere because this week in particular like at I said in the intro 5pm Saturday 5pm uh, Saturday there did become a person on the market who would be a very viable option to oh, try no, and take I mean it forward although I just want to say here at this point um, that for me personally I will, no matter who's in charge, will fully back them at the moment. John Dempster's the man in charge, therefore he's got my full back in for uh, the games coming up on Saturday. But I'm going to ask you those questions. How long? 5pm Saturday. Because if we lose against these, well, we're going back to square one again. And we were supposed to have turned a corner. Fair enough, Colchester were a decent team. But then again, Chorley have won two games all season the second bottom in National League and if we're losing to them then there's serious questions to be asked Nathan well how long? I'm going to agree in the sense that if we lose on Saturday that's got to be the final nail in the coffin surely because that um, it would, I mean it would be embarrassing any anyway but with the way things have been going as well I just don't think I, I, I put it this way I, I won't want to be at the uh, in the ground come for the final whistle if we are going to lose to them because I don't think it would be very nice it'd be the perfect excuse to sack him if they wanted to well yeah losing, losing to a National League team a, a tail end National League team in the cup however saying that um, if we do which we should get a result on Saturday uh, it'll slightly probably paper over the cracks for, for the time being then it obviously will depend I, I think it's going to be t I think it's going to be Christmas I, you know I, I know there's a couple of managers out there at the moment that you could potentially say they would they could come here and, and do do a good job. The question is, are they going to want to come here? That's something that we just we we don't know, do we? So um, I I think they're going to possibly leave until Christmas, and the the league position will dictate whether um, he'll get the second half of the season or not. Because I mean, at the moment you can look at it, and I, and we're currently ten points off third place, which actually isn't that bad I mean that 10 points at this point of the season can easily be recovered but we're 7 points off the bottom so and you could say the same so at the moment we're sat in the very middle of the, of the table and you could go either way uh, so it's always 7 points off playoffs as well so yeah, you know it, it could literally go either way uh, the only problem is at the moment performances are looking like we're going to go downwards rather than upwards and that's the issue I think for me, if I'm going to answer the question, um, it would have been even if Flickcroft would have still been here, um, he would have only had until Christmas in my mind of where we need to be at for him to to stay anyway. So whoever was in charge, whether that was Dempster, whether it was a, a new manager brought in, in in the close season or whoever, 
Christmas would have been the benchmark for, for me anyway in terms of having a look at uh, where we are and in what direction we go but if you look at um, the results back at the end of uh, September as I say we had one win in eight um, we've only lost two in six in, in the last six games and that's a much improved form but the, the key word is consistency we are not consistent enough to warrant ourselves to talk about ourselves in the same vein as Colchester what's frustrated me the most in in the last two three weeks or so is every team that we've had a indifferent resort against shall we speak it's always been oh they'll be up there at the end of the season they'll they're a good side they'll be there or thereabouts they'll be this they'll be that what about us we let's not forget we are supposed to be a team that's challenging for the top three maybe top spot with the squad we've got why aren't we talking about ourselves in press in that vein because we're not consistent enough that's why and that's a worry for me we have to be more consistent don't we I think that's part of the problem it's they're, 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 the expectation has been set from the very beginning of the season that with the squad we've got the money we put into it um, you know we should be a top three side and obviously yes it's still early in the season it can turn around but we just don't look anything like a top three side and so far the, the teams that we've done okay against every single one of them now were below us in the table so we're all yeah, sorry, I can't call Spurs green. But the rest of them, we've still got this. My point is, we've still got some quality teams to play, and I, I, that's the scary part for me. So we need to book it. We need to sort ourselves out. And I, I just don't. Do you? Do, does Abby ever feel confident going into a game? Because at the moment, I don't. The back end of last season, I had the feeling that we were going to mess it up. Uh, the last probably four or five games or so, and I never felt confident going into those games. But at, excuse me, at this time last year. I was definitely confident going into going into games. I was looking forward to Saturday. At the moment, I'm dreading Saturday a little bit because we don't seem to to get ourselves into gear enough. We don't seem to motivate ourselves, and it, it's it, it's fine when it's an away game. I'm, I'm glad that we've got a couple of away games coming up because our away form's been up there. But we've the home games are going to come. You have to play as many at home as you do away, and you've got to balance the two. You can't be. Um, right, it's all right saying we've got a great away form. You've got to match that with your home form. We're not doing that. I know some people have said in press about um, uh, it's, it's all right as long as you do it away. No, it's not. People, yeah, ex- not people expect you to perform well. Either. Yeah, people expect you to perform well at home because you are at home. You have to make teams fear you. But at the moment, teams are looking at us, and I'm sure Chorley will be doing this ahead of Saturday. They will know we are poor at home, and they will they will have done their homework, and it will be a much tougher game than we expect people are talking about a breather because of the cup no it's not a breather what we've essentially done is just poured more fire onto the bonfire exactly I suppose you look at last season start of last season we were playing good football and everyone accepted that but we just weren't getting the results because we'd let a, let a goal in late Bury um, Colchester uh, Macclesfield we were drawing though it wasn't losing there was a, that was a difference no we were winning we're winning these games and we were throwing away, but we were still playing good, but just throwing no, it. No, but what I mean is that the end result, yeah. uh, we, was win- we was winning or drawing and wasn't losing games. We lost one game up to Christmas, didn't we? So, yeah. Whereas but, now, we can't, we're losing and drawing and, and getting occasional wins. Exactly, but now it's we're playing poor football, we get the odd result, but overall it's poor. Yeah, it's, it's not... Uh, 
It's not a happy home at the moment, is it? No. It's uh, it's not a happy home. Uh, Peter says, we are consistent, Craig. Consistently poor, unfortunately. <laughs> He's not wrong. But one man who's not consistently poor at the moment is Conrad Logan. He's been in fine form. And let's uh, let's move away from the negativity and the toxicity. Oh, Cammy, you want to be ready? Prepared. No more biscuits for you. You should, no, you should been, always be ready. You've been live 20 minutes. How many years have you done this podcast? You should know to be ready. Uh, that's poor. Consistently poor He's from you. Real bell in here. Absolutely. We've got one, but we, we can't go down that road. One man who's been in uh, good form of late is uh, Conrad Logan. Let's move away from the toxicity. Again, not ready again. I gave him another chance. He wasn't there. Of um, the negativity of the resort on Saturday let's talk about something a little bit more positive and that was Conrad Logan's performance couldn't do anything about the opening goal what a strike that was by the way as a team we should be closing that down quicker but that's another issue uh, no blame on Conrad Logan conceding a penalty early in the, the second half he pulls off a fantastic save and again throughout the game pulls off save after save after save to give us the best chance we have to have a positive word for him don't we Nate after so many uh, podcasts and comments over the past uh, year or two which have been the other end of that absolutely um, well I've got that <laughs> accident then I'm saying I didn't, I didn't know the one in there then. Um, and yeah, we said it last week, didn't we, that his performances uh, of, of late have been, you know, been brilliant and <laughs> we've needed him, haven't we? When, you, when you're playing like we have been doing, um, obviously it could be a lot worse and uh, those points that we have picked up in that good month that we've had, I think we owe a lot to, to him at the moment. Rightly so, uh, Otis Khan got the Player of the Month for us, and he's been nominated for League Two Player of the Month, um, which is which is superb, and I think he deserves it. But Conrad Logan isn't far behind that, in my opinion. I think he's had a, a superb month, and as I said, when he's had to deal with all the, the criticism that he got at the start of the season, which was well, it was deserved in some ways and not deserved in the extent that he got it. He was playing poor, but to overcome that and play like he's doing now, and at the point where we needed him, is is great. That save which you made from the penalty on uh, Saturday did that galvanise us for that uh, ten minutes trying to go forward. <laughs> I'm just checking he was ready. I fancied it after that penalty, penalty save, as in I just I thought that was going to be the point that changed the game. I you know I thought obviously Sweeney's goal at the end of the first half gave a bit of hope. Thought well I've got back in this perfect opportunity, perfect time to score didn't think it was going to come but it did I was like let's build on this now let's come out second half and, and build on it they got the penalty did they score and then get the penalty I can't know no, no got the penalty yeah, it was, it was, yeah. yeah so it was level wasn't it um, and, and do you know what you're doing I've got notifications going on my phone uh, trying to swipe them off I feel like I need to throw one in there we wasn't solidified it's just not. Hey, not shocking. Um, but yeah, no. It's Tuesday, not Thursday. I'm off he's, completely. He's not on the game, is he? No, he never is. No matter what day week is. But yeah, I thought that was the turning point for us, but obviously it wasn't to be. Um, it, it's so disappointing, isn't it, to, to sit in here saying that? But there, at least there are some positives with the Conrad with Conrad Logan and Otis Card and a couple of other players that are showing some positivity. You obviously CJ coming off the bench. Uh, somebody mentioned him in the comments there. Hopefully that gives him a bit of confidence now to play at the start with a bit more of an impact in games. Because we need a few more players to start stepping up now. 
especially in the midfield area. Absolutely, and not even, that's not even in mentioning the uh, forgotten man, Oh, oh Mari, who okay. finally scored his first goal for us. He scored more than one this season. He scored three yeah. this season, yeah. yeah, he's up there. He's the best striker at the club in terms of game time to goal ratio. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have a chat about Amari. We'll eat some more biscuits and uh, we'll hear from the man of the moment, the man who uh, whose safe hands kept us in the game, but unfortunately couldn't get us the points. Let's hear from Conrad Logan reacting uh, to that defeat at home to Colchester, speaking after the final whistle on Saturday. Here is. Conrad Logan. We're disappointed. Um, it's it's a home defeat and it's it's just a little bit of a sucker punch because you know we we thought things were sort of going the right way over over the last month, but we just got liquor wounds and go again. We probably missed chances at one one at the start of the second half. We had a couple of opportunities and then you know we we kicked ourselves really because we had, we had a chance to put the ball in their box and they ended up clearing it and they've come through and, and scored and we're two one down from from our attack. So the game opens up. We need to obviously try and go and, and rectify that situation and and we weren't we were we were hit with another another one which which does happen when you're two one down. You know you're not going to sit back. That's you, you're going to go for it and um, you know that's that's how it ended up panning out. Listen, I said this last week. Any save for a goalkeeper is important. You know we've. You know, you, when you make a save, listen, we, we probably wrote or maybe rode me luck on it. I've touched it onto the post, and I'm hoping that my defenders go there and clear it off the line or clear it from from a second phase, which they done. So, listen, it's it's just part and parcel of it. And yes, it was a good save. And again, you're just hoping that maybe we can we can use that to to sort of go again. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Yeah, we were hit with a bit of a sucker punch early on. It's a it's a great strike from the lad. And listen, sometimes. There's not a lot you can do. You just got to tip your hat sometimes when, when people hit shots like that from from the edge of the box and it flies in top corner. Um, and yeah, listen, the other goals we just you know we all take collective responsibility for for things like that. We try and help each other and dig each other out. And if someone makes a mistake, hopefully the next person gets a chance to to rectify that. And you know we were um, you know we were just we conceded a couple of probably when we look back at them they're probably sloppy goals. I thought Forest Green were probably one of the better teams we played earlier in the season, but they're a good team. Colchester are a good team. They they, they they set the stall out, you know. They they try to soak things up, make it difficult for us, and then they've got you know powerful, dynamic, quick players that that can break on you, and um, you know they they use that to their advantage, and and um, you know they they stuck to their game plan, and hopefully uh, hope uh, in the hope that we would give the ball away, and they would hit us on the counter and hit us with a few sucker punches, and you know that's exactly what they've done. But I think from the teams that we've played so far, they're they're not going to be far away come the end of the season. Stags number one, Conrad Logan speaking to I Follow Stags after that defeat at home to Colchester on Saturday. If you want to watch that in full, mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow, where I believe in the last half an hour or so, uh, today's interviews with John Dempster and uh, Connor Shaughnessy uh, have gone live for your viewing pleasure as well. So head over there and see some more content. John Dempster uh, in his interview today uh, reflecting on the uh, Liverpool FA Cup game, of course, uh, where he played in uh, for the Stags uh, again which uh, kick-started our season really Cam all those years ago didn't it and I'm sure John Dempster will be looking back on those times as a player for the Stags and looking at the form we were in then in the uh, around the first round stage and seeing quite a lot of similarities to the team that he's currently managing yeah I think the one massive thing is that that was conference it's, it's a completely different ball game when you come up to the league and I think 
yeah, it's great he's trying to stay positive. But it, from what we did in the conference, it takes a hell of a lot more to do that in the league because if a team's not doing well in January in the league, then it's more than likely that they're going to have a bit more money to throw at it, whereas in the conference, you're going to have more teams that are around mid-table level budgets that can't that are up there at the at that moment in time but then can't compete in January so where like obviously Stags bought in someone like Adam Chapman um, who came in further on in the season obviously other teams like Kidderminster at the time couldn't match that whereas now if we're trying did. Yeah. <laughs> not in the by the player wise but they didn't really need to nearly no <laughs> I mean, the good thing is, in the conference, you could make a sign in whenever. There wasn't a transfer yeah. window, so we always oh, had that. happy days. <laughs> we, we always had that on our, in our favour, didn't we? But um, we haven't got that option now. And, and we also can't That's go out free. And, and, yeah. and, and, well, yeah, but we can't go out and buy all the better players from the other teams and stick them in the Bring back Lane or West End or wherever they were, then went and, and not play them. But we haven't got that option because that'll cost a lot of money to do in this I wonder, I wonder if John Dempster's looking at that. He might look at, like, Colchester squad and bring in, like, half of them like we did with half the Luton squad. Yeah. I remember I remember signing Captain. Andy Owens, George Pilkington, Godfrey, Godfrey Pokew, <laughs> all, all who incidentally played against us on Saturday. Um, not a lot of people know. Is that who he was? Yeah. Pokey. I, I kept. Uh, I knew his I'm name. Sure, I'm I'm sure sure I, I didn't know. know I didn't know his Godfrey. I thought it was a different one. Different Pokey was it? Yeah, it must be. I thought, as far as I knew, he was still at Woking. Surely he won't well, be that good. I mean, I I'm gonna have to Google it. Yeah, now. Google it now because I'd love it to. I'd love it to be. And, and I, 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 I thought it was another one with the name wrong. same, but uh, name same, same name. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just, I'm just taking his hat off and threw it across the room. Oh, well. I was like, what has <laughs> just happened? I, like, I, I sense something. <laughs> Do you realise why I wear my hat? <laughs> yeah. I sense something I'm serious just, has I'm happened just, there. I've just exposed it to the world, it's fine. Um, yeah, so please do have a look no, at that. No, Poku's at Woking. Oh, it's the wrong Poku, I'm disappointed. That's, that's, that's ruined my night. <laughs> it's um, not going well, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, though, I just remember signing those players and thinking, well, we might have a chance here, but they, you realise quickly when they're not playing that... Um, yeah, we, they, we just brought in to stop other teams having him, but I doubt we'd be able to do it that. Worked, at least. Well, it did yeah, work. It worked, yeah, but we can't do that now. That's Absolutely. the point. We can't do that now, and we can't just go out and buy players whenever we want because it doesn't work like that in league football. So, um, yes, it, it, you can reflect on the conference days as much as you want and, and obviously sort of remember that good year, but unfortunately it's a different time now and a very different scenario. So... Uh, I don't think we can follow that model too much, so I hope that's not what he's considering. <laughs> Certainly not. Well, uh, of course, uh, he has been managed for, uh, nominated for Manager of the Month for October, has uh, John Dempster. He speaks about that in his interview today, but let's hear his reports, his thoughts. So, uh, <laughs> uh, let's hear his thoughts from straight after the uh, full-time whistle as the Stags were beaten 3-2 at home to Colchester on Saturday and give Cam about a minute and a half to get his hat back. It was end-to-end. They had a lot of chances we had a lot of chances but they had the better ones we had some good possession but um, they had a game plan to sit in and counter and, and when they did that they, they looked very dangerous um, they've got some good players you can see that they've been well drilled so credit to John um, he's got a good side there but we're disappointed because they, they've scored an outstanding goal um, to start off with and then their second goal comes from uh, 
our free kick that we're putting in the box they they break and score and then the, the, the third goal was a breakaway as well and at times we look too open um, we want to be attacking we want to score goals which we have again um, but we've got to lock that defence up because um, that's been the difference to where we are and where we want to be we knew that they've got some talent on show we knew that they had some serious dangerous players um, but we didn't expect it to be as open as that and it was end to end it was a tennis match um, we could have taken some of our opportunities better we had a good opportunity to make it 2-1 um, but that said you know Conrad's got us out of um, trouble with a brilliant save from the penalty I don't think we, we did enough today to win a football match Conrad's in good form both his shot stopping and his uh, distribution were good again today that's a disappointing thing you know you, your goalkeeper's played well and you, you've still conceded three goals so um he wasn't at fault for any of the goals. I think our away form's probably top five. Um, our home form's been poor. You can feel the frustration amongst the supporters, um, but we need to be big enough and brave enough and show courage to keep getting on the ball, you know, change our home form around. That, that, that's massively important. And if we do that, you know, we will start climbing up the table like you've seen. We've had a brilliant October. We credited the players before the game, but we've parked that. We want to have a good November. It hasn't started the way we wanted, uh, but that doesn't mean we can't go on and have another good month. Stakes boss John Dempster reflecting on that 3-2 defeat at home to Colchester on Saturday. You can watch that in full at mansfieldtown.net forward slash iFollow, where you can also watch his uh, press midweek press interview uh, from today. Let's talk about a point which you raised in there, Nathan, talking about uh, home form versus away form. Uh, home form's probably uh, bottom five, and away form's probably top five. Do we need to set up differently at home to the way we do away? I mean, it's a cliche in football, isn't it? But sometimes, we spoke months and months ago, didn't we, about finding our own identity, which we did, and it worked on the road, and it started working on the road. We need to find one at home. Do we need to set up maybe in a different system at home to try and improve this home form, or is it beyond the point of repair? Well, nothing's beyond the point of repair. I think we should certainly uh, certainly say that, but what, what would you do? Um because we've changed it a few times already we've, we've tried the three at the back and obviously four four two four three whatever we've we've done a few different combinations and uh nothing's worked so i don't think it's necessarily the formation i i i think it's the personnel i think we need to change it a little bit more certainly it's the midfield that we seem to be losing at the moment uh for me that's where we're losing the battle um before Last year, our success, while we were so good defensively, was because we were defending from the from the front right through to the back, and we said that so many times sat here on the podcast. Say, you know how well we've done with with Bish in midfield, you know, getting stuck in and from the very top. Uh, and at the moment, I think we are trying to chase it down at the top. But as soon as it gets past that, you know, the first couple of uh, you know our forward players, the midfield are just not there. So I think that for me, the shape that they're in or the personnel. That something's got to change in that area. That's where we're going wrong. And with the greatest respect as well to the two players, Cook's not the quickest of players to try and close down and defend from the front. And Maynard's not a defend, uh, defensive striker type. He will thrive on the the missed opportunities and, and the through balls. It's, whereas last year he had players up there who were, you know, a little bit more defensive minded and, and set in that way. But uh, you mentioned personnel there. Then go on. Who are you taking out? Let's let's look at uh, a team for for Saturday. 
uh, regardless of opposition and, and level and things like that if you want to tighten it in midfield I don't think we can change the defence obviously because Pierce is injured Hayden White unlikely to feature as well what are you changing in that midfield to try and step it up and try and tighten that vice in the middle well I'm, I'm hoping Hayden White will be back so I think that will be a very big change as in I, I want to see him right back and put him and then push Callum Gordon up I think they'll work better together at the moment I'm sorry but I'm going to have to say it, McDonald although he's been doing well on the ball <laughs> here we go no, he's, he's doing very well on the ball but <laughs> Overkill. he's leaving uh, Gordon very exposed I don't think his position wise what he's doing off the ball is good he's a bit of a headless chicken I so think it's because he's I, trying I to cover the everybody else's mistakes to be fair well, his own mistakes half the time <laughs> I just no. I I, I want it, I I want to see probably him. I still probably keep him on the pitch at the moment. I think he's doing better, but I probably stick him in the middle. I think he's probably going, doing a better j- We've job. We've always said Macker in the middle is better than Macker out wide. We, we said, said this two years, years ago, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, under Evans, we were saying it. I remember it being pushed out wide a lot then. So uh, for me, I'd stick him in the middle, and um, I I'd be tempted to. You've got a few options. Sterling James could probably do the job out there give him a chance or you could stick CJ on the left move Khan over to that side Uh, there's a few there's little obviously we don't know Khan's doing well on the left so in some ways at that point why would you fix that when it's not he he does do out on the left but you've got to speculate to accumulate you've got to fix somewhere else because it really is broken over there I think I saw saw Khan on the right hand side more than I saw him on the left on Saturday yeah, Carl has a free role. He, he mm. drifts from right to left, and he, either way, he, he does the damage and he's doing the damage in the minute. Mm. So, so we could still do that. We could stick CJ, put CJ out on the left, where we know his, that's where he's the best, where where he plays best, and give him and a proper you, run out when where he, he needs to, to be. Run. I'm not being funny, but I think we saw the CJ of old briefly on even for his brief bits. We saw the CJ of old on Saturday. What a what a ball for Sterling James's uh, Sterling James's goal. And I think his running was impressive. I think I'd be looking at starting him in, as you say, moving. Especially on on Saturday. I mean, there's not probably going to be that much room because they're probably going to set up quite defensively. But um, that's uh, where we'll hurt them. Though we'll hurt them in behind by getting it out to a fullback. Some they they down are very slow. We'll uh, catch them. I think uh, one of their one of their I think it's their right centre back is uh, quite a big bloke. To be fair, so um, if he's playing on Saturday, which I probably think he will be, I'm going to Google. He's not. Cam thinks it's Steve McNaughty. Don't you stop? Big centre. What are you doing? Just googling Chorley, big centre back. What are you doing? <laughs> I was looking at the team. Uh, fair enough. Anyway, yeah. but yeah. So with the pace out on the on the wings with CJ and and uh, Card or Sterling James, we should be able to cause cause some real damage and uh, but I don't think it has to stop there. I think for the league that's what yeah. what, we, what could be quite effective. But we've got to find the right balance because I'm talking about attacking sensors there but the biggest issue for us at the moment is is what we're doing in midfield defensively. I think that's where we're going wrong. At, at the moment I think we're doing okay going forward. Uh, so I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit here but that's where I say we've got to get that right balance, balance and sort something out of that midfield um, I, I'd even be tempted to I can't even going to say this but even go one up front but no I'm, I'm, in, I'm a, in agreement yeah. in, in a way where you get those two 
players, whether it's CJ and Sterling James, CJ and Khan, get them in close, yeah, and and, yeah. and get and compact them midfield a bit more defensively. But then you can, when you've got those players who are quick to get up there with a striker, that's di- you've got to get there with a striker when you're when you're when you're going forward. If you've got Sterling James on the right hand side of an, atta- an attacking three, and CJ on the left hand side of an attacking three with Otis Khan in behind, you've got Sterling James and CJ who can both push up and play as, as strikers in a four three three, but can both get back back and cover because they've both got pace yep. and then if you've got the right players in the middle maybe even look at Mellis in, in the hole um, playing that number 10 role more advanced which is which is Mellis's game to try yep. and unlock doors he played relatively well when he came off it's good to have him back in the fold he will get success and then if you you can drop maybe look at bringing Bishop back or playing McDonald in front of that back four where he where will scrap better. and he's better in the middle alongside Sean so you can obviously drop into a back three allow your full backs to push on the support and then obviously you know he's got the vision and, and range to, to pick players out as well I just think that'll suit us so much more at the moment with the person I've got on the bench as well I, I, it, it, that would be where I'd go with it from, from certainly at home anyway uh, it's, we obviously need to do something to change it so for me that would be the way I, I'd go yeah I'd certainly be looking at maybe changing the shape a little bit to accommodate that like I said a 4-2-3-1 um, maybe look at because it is a cup you can experiment a little bit I think Logan is, as good as he has been he will definitely get a rest in one of these games if not both uh, I think obviously the reserve game got postponed very late today the team was was released and everything for that one uh, Waterlock pitch uh, Lesnik was due to play in that one um, Tomlinson was due to play in that one uh, Jordan Graham was due to play in that one as well uh, there's some uh, key key players getting fitness who were due to play in that one those are the players that can give us options I think Lesnik might get a, a run which I, like I say I think Conrad's been fantastic these last couple of games but I think it might give us that added bit of dimension in terms of getting the ball forward to to our wing backs and to our full backs and to our wingers uh, but it, it's that middle and for me I love Bish to bits I think he's a great player but I think maybe a rest mm. uh, for these for the next week before that Maxfield game I think um, I think that will do us the world of good to allow your Tomlinson, your Mellisers, maybe even your Alistair Smiths to come in and maybe put a bit of thought into Dempster's mind and give us that option about how we play. Yeah, I 100% agree. I, I, there's nothing, there's nothing else I would disagree with that. Like I said, the only, the only one thing that I, I, I want to see is, like I said earlier, is White probably the return of White. Yeah. And, and just support have a bit more support on that right hand side which I think is where we keep getting uh, undone a little bit at the moment I don't think that's that's not a criti- criticism to Gordon as such I, I think he'd be better further up well I think um, he's been open and honest about his, his game as well he prefers to play right wing yeah. he, he said that from the side he prefers to play right wing but he'll play right back if needed but another option you've got in there and one name we've not mentioned which we probably should is youngster James Clark because mm. every time he's coming into the squad <laughs> He's been fantastic. Yeah, definitely. An option at right back. Put him at right back in a four-four-two. Put Gordon on the right wing. If, if it's not working at half time, maybe take him off and drop Gordon back. What have you got to lose in these next two games? For me, very important games. Um, got to beat Chorley. Nobody will care about the Burton result. Probably a bar for me. <laughs> um, but these two games over these next seven seven days or so. Uh, key in terms of finding our ad- identity home and away and getting some balance to make us tighter at, 
tighter at the back and giving us some options going forward because once we hit the, the end of this month the, the games in December come thick and fast there's potentially another cup game in there there's potentially another two cup games in there if we progress the games will come thick and fast and we need our squad to show what's there because at the moment the team relatively picks itself doesn't it Cam? Yeah because there's no one jumping and shouting at the manager and I suppose part down to that is not having the reserve games because it was like last season we'd have the, the odd few players that had probably put in a decent performance in reserves and then get a chance or did someone have a poor game they get a reserve game and then they go back into the first team and I know it's because we've not got many reserve games but even like in training matters you should be like putting that extra 10% in just to prove a point like oh there's a gap to fill here I think there's one, ma- there's one man that probably d- disagree with that statement about no players jumping in. I think Sterling James can't really do oh, much else. No, I mean like <laughs> Sterling James could stand outside John Dempster's house naked with a sign saying "Please play me," begging on all fours, <laughs> and still would not get a game. Well, I should hope not. I don't. I wouldn't blame for that. <laughs> but, but, but I'm but, saying he could do all. He could basically <laughs> do anything. He could basically get a load of fireworks and would spell out "Please play me, gaffer." And he still wouldn't get a game. Sterling James is the only man in football who plays more games for his country than he does for his club. I, I'm not saying it's wrong, be it's the, wrong. the answer to all our problems. Certainly not. But every time he's played, he yeah, has been though. Every, play, yeah, every, play, every game he's played so far, he's looked promising. And you know, yes, we haven't had a, a, enough sort of reserve matches just yet, but they are sort of coming in uh, a few more now if they don't get postponed. So he hasn't been able to show as much as he can offer in those. But he has played some international matches, got a goal, so I'd like to think we've had scouts out there, people from the club watching those to see what our, our players are doing. So I'm pretty sure he's done enough uh, to, to earn a place. Who was it more that we had on uh, Stag Stories who told us about taking a DVD into training? About so I can't remember what, what it was. It's going to bug me now for the rest of the night. They said they took a... It was Mickey Bowling. I say Mickey Bowling. Mickey it? Bowling's... Yeah. Uh, took a DVD or a video didn't he and it's about his to show all his yeah. goals wasn't it yeah that's it <laughs> imagine Amari doing that I, I, just I might that. suggest it to him I'll tweet him later and say I might put it together for him and just say take it through to Gaffer later just show him uh, what, what you can do it worked for Mickey Bolding yeah. so, and he became a legend <laughs> if you want to watch the Mickey Bolding episode by the way uh, mtfcmatters.co.uk and click on uh, Stag Stories uh, all our old episodes time, from uh, a trip down memory lane See, no, much more we need tri- more of those that was a trip down memory lane yeah but it's the same thing it, it merged into the same brand alright it's the same <laughs> thing just because we did those episodes for charity and the others were just for a laugh still stack right. stories alright get on brand get on brand, <laughs> get on brand. Uh, Tom's been in touch and says uh, talking about Kellen Gordon uh, Gordon gets caught out at right back he pushes up far too often and often a long ball over to him uh, to, into the channel seems to punish us um, his final ball needs to be better if he's playing as a winger instead our tracking back seems poor this season we always seem overrun uh, I think the goal on Saturday was Amari's first ever league goal to it was he scored others were uh, said that earlier no, cup games but he's still scored he's got three goals this season yeah he's got three so why is he not stopping Pierce has got two hasn't he yeah so, well you know it's, Pierce it's has played, played about 1,000 minutes as well yeah I think I'd love to find out Sterling James's 
minutes on the pitch to go. I can tell you because I've got a spreadsheet at home with all those details on. So uh, I used later that, on, I I've stopped going into detail. I've, yeah. I've taken over now. I don't know why because I don't really use it for anything. It's just a, a weird <laughs> hobby that I've got. It's, I'm, I'm, no, it's fine. It's I, really geekish, I suppose. No, I still do. I still have a Stags tracker where I, I know who's played every game and who got booked when and everything. But yeah, that's what's on my spreadsheet. I just, I'm don't, it. I just don't put minutes in because. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a pain, I guess. No, well, it's a bit of a pain, but also it means I've got to do maths. <laughs> so that's why you get a spreadsheet, does it for you? That is also true. It's also true. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I'll put that. I'll send that on to you. I'll, I'll put it in the comments if I remember. Tweet uh, it, and we'll tweet it, and we'll retweet. We'll put it a tweet out. Have yeah. a look on our Twitter at MTFC Matters later, and we'll have a look at that. Yeah, so we'll find out statistically. You two have got far too much time on your hands. Why? Because who, who in a real no, mind it's, it's has dedicated to, to Mansfield Matters. Yeah, we are we are dedicated to the cause. All right, it's we're, not we're on brand. Tonight, I can. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. We're on we're on brand. Who's the only one that's not wearing a Stags thing tonight? Speaking of on brand, uh, I've got Stags mugs. I've got Stags shirts. I've got Stags things in the background. Don't count. It's Tuesday. Sure. I forget. It does it does count. And I I do know that I'm not wearing Stags underpants. Eh? How do you know? How do you know? Yeah, I'm not going to prove it, by the way, before you turn off, but Good. mind you, we'd probably get in rating viewers, but um, how do you know that I'm not wearing either Stag socks or, or Stag's underpants or something Stag's which you can't see? How do you know? They don't do Stag's underwear and the uh, socks no, are expensive. No. So how, how do you know they don't do Stag's underwear? How do you know I've not had some specially made from somewhere? See, you don't, so I win. Uh, let's move quickly on um, to uh, what we expect from this week before we wrap things up. No pound prediction game. Uh, this week because we only do league games um, Nathan we ribbed Nathan a little bit last uh, on Thursday for you got some money for us I have at all the one time I bring it so yeah, you can pay up your debts yeah. anyway he's, he's still in debt a bit aren't you he's, he's got all two P's out yeah, two pounds two pounds right, we're back on back level it's amazing just, just come here just come here just it just makes it easier because Craig then doesn't have to do maths and figure out what I'm owing still that is also true but I also have a spreadsheet with that on so <laughs> lazy no, not lazy not lazy <laughs> easy uh, as I say no pound prediction game this week uh, last week we ribbed Nathan uh, for being a pessimist and predicting a defeat, defeat if we were going on uh, on not just on the correct scoreline Nathan would have the most points <laughs> of us all this season because all he does every week is predict defeats. That's like in reflection that I really wish we we decided to like give one point for the right result and three points for the right no. score because uh, I'd be leading right now. But yeah, at the, unfortunately but for some reason we didn't. As it is, well, I think it's because it was more hard math, work and math. math. Yeah. Boils down to maths again. As it is, it, as it is, it's still one all between me and uh, Nathan. Cam is yet to predict uh, a game right this season, so at the moment we're split, splitting whatever is in that pot. I'm saying it's about twenty five, thirty quid now. It's got to be getting there. Getting there. It's going to be building up. Ten and a five. Whoever is the uh, who's got the most points at the end of the season will take home the contents of that pot. If it's a draw, we'll split it three ways. If it's all three of us, if it's two ways, then two ways. Uh, no, no real I can't. Be, no, I'd, I'd be, it'd be just be a pot of money on the table or somewhere, and I'd want to spend it, uh, especially in the arcades when I go on holiday. Um, but anyway, let's play for fun. No cash, no points, no anything. Predictions, please. For uh, don't worry, Cam's just jumped out of his skin because in the previous life. He used to be a dog and he's scared of fireworks. Um, Previous life? Sorry. 
Uh, let's have your predictions, please, uh, for Saturday. No points or pounds on offer. Let's just have a uh, see where we think we are. Are you going to start? Uh, oh, no, no I'll, I'll, I'll go last. Nathan first. Uh, Me first. No, Cam, you've paid up, so you've actually paid money. Up, so go come on, you're first. Three 0 win. Three. You're going for a three 0 win, okay, <laughs> Nathan? Exactly the same. You're going for a three 0 win. I am. For, yeah, but who for? Stags. You're going for <laughs> Stags. All right. I am going to say I will always be positive on this show. Uh, I will say Not a realistic. a three-one <laughs> win. Uh, for the same negative thing they're going to score um, Jesus but I also did say on the card before these two came that there's a horrible teensy tiny feeling he said no um, he said massive he's like you yeah teensy tiny Large, feeling massive that uh, Chorley may will may will may will 100% confident he said definitely Possibly, no. Uh, sneaker result. Ish. Absolutely. Ish. Oh, probably. Ish. Um, obviously, I love to be proved wrong. Hence, why I've said it, and now we'll go out and win. Yeah, seven but then you've also just said you, that we're going to win, so you like to be proved wrong. Yeah, well, we might draw and get a replay. I'm covering all bases. <laughs> uh, EFL trophy, leasing.com trophy on Tuesday at Burton. Uh, Stags <laughs> need to win that game in normal time to uh, stand a chance of. Amari, last minute winner. Um, However, uh, if it's a draw after 90 minutes, it goes to another penalty shootout. We probably won't go through because of points, but we have lost, what, five shootouts on the bounce now, so a shootout victory would be nice. But let's have a prediction for that one. Start with Nathan. 2-0 defeat. 2-0 defeat. <laughs> back, to, back to reality. jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, 1-0 win. Uh, I'm also going to sign with Nathan for the first time ever. I think, we're gonna, I think we'll lose that game. 1-0. Uh, um, it's hard to predict you don't know what yeah, team they're going to put out but don't know what team they'll put out either so it's just a gut feeling yeah it's, it's one of those isn't it uh, however what I would like to see is two wins because that gives us momentum going into uh, Macclesfield and it gives us something to talk about next week I mean, two winners, the two games that are a ch- an opportunity for us to go out and uh, prove a point, put, yeah, prove a point get some wins together uh, is, well, apart, apart from Saturday, there's not there's not much there's no pressure on the Burton game really. Um, well, I think I think there is if we if if we lose Saturday. Oh, if we lose Saturday, then there's then massive pressure on that game for players to step up and, and perform. I think there's and it probably be in front of a new manager as well. So uh, or somebody else anyway. But um, yeah, I, if we lose on Saturday, it's a different ball game. But win on Saturday, which we should. If we don't. Something that's really wrong, and I feel like it's going to be an SOS uh, podcast. To be fair, yeah. um, <laughs> it probably, it probably will be anyway because I think it's probably the only time I'll get next week to actually do a podcast. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Wednesday next week will be a Wednesday. 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 I think Wednesday. probably ish. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll wait. See. We'll see. <laughs> Think just thinking about what no it will be Wednesday because we've got a game Tuesday night and I'm working Thursday night so Wednesday Monday or Wednesday yeah, yeah. Not, Sun, not Sunday Wednesday. if it goes wrong Saturday and then we'll see you definitely on Wednesday <laughs> how about that that's the best that's the best film matters every single day next week and you might be like the best way to do it is turn the notifications on on our page on Facebook facebook.com forward slash MTFC matters and then you will know as soon as we go live even I've turned the notifications on and I'm part of it so absolutely it shows how unorganised we are at the moment yeah because <laughs> even, even I just turned the piece out so I'm like, are we doing a podcast tonight alright fair enough pretty much what it's like no. yeah that did, it's not far wrong um, and also just note though obviously people talk about the uh, cup competitions being uh, a bit of a breather this is far from a breather for Mansfield Town now this could be the most critical week in the season it has it has to be doesn't it Cam yeah so I think lose on Saturday pff, then 
I'd be amazed if John's here next week, honestly, because a below par performance on Saturday I think will be the final straw. And I hate to say it because we we try and be as positive as we can, but when we're playing teams in a, a lower division and quite low down in their division, two games in one all season, yeah, the, the part time footballers. If we lose to them, then where where does the blame lie? It's always the manager. It's a fickle old game, isn't it, Nate? I don't think we will. I, I, I genuinely don't think we will lose on Saturday. No, I hope I'm not tempting fate right there. Uh, <laughs> but I really don't think we will. But, and, and we could even beat Burton, but at the end of the day, what really, really matters is the uh, the following week. Uh, is, it, is it Maxfield away next week? Yeah, Maxfield away next, that's, next weekend. That's what yeah. really matters. At the end of the day, this month, I think, is a big month regardless of the cup, cup competitions if we win those two or whatever that means nothing really in the long run if we don't go and put some results uh, get some points on the table uh, you know like some Mac, uh, Maxwell games Swindon and whoever else we've got we've got to do something in those games it's, it's a big month because at the moment 14th is not where we uh, I don't think our chairman and directors are going to be happy with surely not with what we've invested no, certainly not. Uh, on the flip side of that, though, of course, victories in the cup gives us a bounce going into those games. Defeats in the in those competitions uh, make it uh, three. We'll make it three defeats on the spin uh, in all competitions, which is a negative mindset to go into uh, those two away games. A tough month uh, lies ahead. Uh, the bonfire night celebrations are almost uh, over, which means only one thing, doesn't it? What Christmas is coming? <laughs> yes. We will be here. It's podcast time. It's podcast no. time. Yes. There's no reason to be afraid. Me and Nathan, I'm going to let you into a little secret, uh, podcast fans. Obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of you will be aware, long-time listeners, that me and Nathan have a uh, date night where basically eat food and just uh, have a laugh. Um, the <laughs> have a laugh, is that what you call it? Uh, have a laugh over half a lion. A few weeks ago, when uh, Dapper Half a Lion uh, signed, we were making up songs and it evolved into absolute chaos. And we decided that this year, uh, we're not just going to do an intro song, we're going to create a whole Christmas album of <laughs> uh, songs which <laughs> will never be released. Oh, yeah. But yeah. So maybe ish who, Never, who needs Billy City on sausage rolls no. it's going to be Christmas, about wings. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas number one. one this year it's yeah it, yeah where nobody outside this room cares but absolutely us, it's a laugh big moment. that's what yeah it's, it's going to be huge massive absolutely we're doing it for the podcast the money we make will be investing in better cameras highlight of the season better people better hats better uh, nothing wrong with this hat by the way if you want to get yourself one club shop Better Very podcasters. Good. And it's thermal, so it keeps your head warm in winter. If you pull it down far enough, does it cover your face? No. <sighs> it's not that good of a product, then, is it? Uh, <laughs> if you can get yourself to the One Course Stadium on Saturday to support the boys, we need to create a positive atmosphere. We need to make it a horrible place uh, for Chorley to come. We need to make it the toughest afternoon and the toughest test of their season so far, and not the other way around. A big result in the FA Cup will get us back firing. It will ignite the fuse. It will send us shooting into the night sky to create pretty colours to climb up League Two. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, bonfire night. Could it be 
the night in which the Stags finally find their inspiration from three nutters speaking in the back room and set their season alight. Let's hope so. I'm Craig Priest. He's Nathan there, Cheese Cam Felton. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Join us at the same time next week. No, join us on Wednesday <laughs> next week at 6.30-ish. Uh, yes, on the show for the fans, by the fans, why? Because I think man's from that. <laughs> it certainly, certainly does. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on Wednesday at 6.30-ish. Catch up on all things at MCFC Matters at mcfcmatters.co.uk. Let's ignite the fuse and let's kickstart our season and just not be the full guy at the end of it all, burning and simmering away at the bottom of the bonfire. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.